You're listening to episode number three of the Identity Factor podcast. In this episode, you'll begin to see why everything you have or don't have in this life is a direct result of the habits you have and why doing your best is just simply not enough. You'll also discover how your brain forms habits at a neurological level. And you'll also learn what you can start doing today to transform your life. Hi there, I'm Anthony Serino. And by joining this podcast, you've started a life-changing journey with me as your guide. You're now also part of a community of like-minded individuals who light this world with passion. As a high-performance coach and expert in habit modification, I've worked with amazing individuals from all over the world who have literally transformed their lives from within. As you listen to this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at my science-based approach to transformation. Imagine if you had to get up out of bed every morning and relearn how to walk, or even brush your teeth, or put on your clothes? What if every time you got in your car, it was like you were 16 or 17 years old again, driving for the first time? That clearly would not be an effective way for you to navigate the world. But apply the same concept to your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotional responses. What if you had to relearn how to think or feel or respond to the people and experiences you encounter every single day. It'd be like knowing someone for years and having to like get to know them all over again every time you saw them. You'd have to relearn what you think about them, how they make you feel, and the appropriate way to respond to them based on who and what they represent in your life. When we frame it like this, it's easy to see that nearly everything is a habit. And habits aren't just things you do, but also what you think and feel. In fact, four of the leading health risks here in the U.S. are habit-based. What are they? Substance abuse, obesity, smoking, and risky sexual behavior. That's how powerful your habits are, where we'll let them kill us before we change them. And research shows that nearly 90% of what you do and what you think on a daily basis, is habituated behavior or thought. And 45% of those habits happen in the same environment every single day. For example, perhaps you have a cup of coffee each morning. Chances are you make it in the same spot in your kitchen, of course, because your coffee pot is in the same spot. Why would you move it? But you probably also drink it in the same spot in, say, your living room or outside somewhere. And you do that every single day. So this brings up the concept of macro and micro habits. Like with the coffee example, your habit of drinking coffee is the macro habit. But then there's these micro habits specific to your environment and the context of the situation. But I'll get to all that more in more detail in a little bit. But that's why this episode is all about habits. Because everything you have or don't have in this life is a direct result of what you do think, and feel on a day-to-day basis. And all of it is habitualized by your brain. Specifically, it's the lizard or reptilian part of your brain, which is the part of your brain that keeps your heart beating, your lungs breathing, and is responsible for basic motor control. It's also responsible for your automatic, reflexive, and instinctive behaviors. This part is very similar among reptiles, birds, and mammals, That's why it's said to actually be the oldest part of the human brain. 
For you science buffs out there, the scientific term is the basal ganglia. I had to read that because I honestly couldn't remember it. But all this to say, basically, for most of your life, you are on autopilot. And your brain does everything in its power to keep you there. That's why we've all tried using willpower to change something. We've used, like, we've tried to rely on this willpower to change something in our lives. But time and time again, we fail to make any meaningful changes. But that's because willpower is a conscious analytical process that happens in the prefrontal cortex part of our brain. And that part battles with the reptilian brain responsible for our survival. Which one do you think normally wins? Self-help gurus, motivational speakers, even religious leaders. They've all encouraged you to be deliberate, to be conscious, and to be mindful in your daily life. They pump you up to do things and get shit done. But the thing is, They're speaking to your conscious analytical mind, the part of you that's actively listening to this podcast right now. And modern research in psychology points to the fact that it's actually our unconscious routines or habits that dictate most of our life. And all of those things are run by your reptilian brain. So what exactly is a habit? A habit is a brain response activated automatically by the context cues of your external world that is congruent with your past experiences. And the most important concept to understand is that not only is everything you do a habit from your actions to your emotional responses, but you learned every habit you have today. I mean, a smoker wasn't born a smoker. And no, for all you listeners who have battled anxiety, like you weren't born with that either. Because as I mentioned in the last episode, anxiety is a habituated emotional response that your brain developed as a result of a past experience or multiple experiences. Oh, and here's something else that blew my mind when I saw the research behind it. 95% of your daily behaviors and even your thoughts and emotions are responses produced by your brain unconsciously up to 7 seconds before you think you're making the decision consciously. Like, think about that for a second. That means not only is everything you do a habit, it also means you have very little conscious control over it in any particular moment. But you can be proactive about it. And the good news is you can uninstall or modify old habits. And you can actually create new ones that will produce the life you want. And that, that in part is why I created this podcast. I want to show you there's a way to get off autopilot and take back control of your life and start designing the life you deserve. And if you're here to get all pumped up and motivated to like just do things, that's, that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to do that for you. I'm here to give you science-based advice, like empirically backed techniques that you can use in a very practical way that will allow you to achieve the outcomes you want in life. There is so much I am going to share with you on this podcast, and this is all just the tip of the iceberg. But I also want to encourage you to head over to our private Facebook group, Inside the Identity Factor, because this sort of information isn't just something you consume. It's information you must engage with and put into practice. And by joining our community on Facebook, 
you'll be engaging with like-minded individuals where we all hold each other accountable and provide a safe platform to discuss everything I talk about here on the podcast. Okay, so by now, you should be coming to terms with the fact that everything you do is a habit and you can control your habits. Why is this important? Because everything you have or don't have in this life is a direct result of the habits you've developed. If you look in the mirror and aren't happy with your body, look at your habits when it comes to eating and exercising. If you check your bank account and aren't happy with the amount of money in there, look at your habits when it comes to working or running your business. The number one reason clients come to me for help is that they are doing things they know they shouldn't be doing, but they do those things anyway without any sense of control. And by now, I'm sure you've realized that I view everything as a habit. And operating under that model has been my key to success for helping people from all over the world. And I've helped them rapidly transform their lives using that wonderful three-pound mass of tissue between their ears. And that three-pound mass of tissue, your brain, is more powerful than every computer on this planet combined. One thing I also want to make clear is I'm not here to debate the spiritual, energetic, or cosmic beliefs many people have. And although I do touch on a number of esoteric themes in this podcast, my aim is to consistently provide you with practical, science-based advice you can use to take back control of the things in your life you may have thought were out of your control up until this point. And it all starts with understanding that your subconscious or your unconscious is a very real part of your brain that you can communicate with and you can control it consciously. This is the part running all those mental programs that dictate how you respond to the world around you. You don't have to take my word for it, but if what I'm saying is resonating with you, like if you're starting to get that pretty much everything you do and experience is driven by the way your subconscious is programmed and conditioned, then doesn't it make sense for you to learn how you can develop new programs that will allow you to create the life you want instead of one you're just simply reacting to? Because for most people, it takes more than just conscious effort and willpower to change habits and behaviors because they've been doing those things their whole lives and our brain makes it easy for us to continue to do those things unless we step in and do something about it. This is because, as I mentioned earlier, habits are run by the reptilian part of your brain and willpower is a process primarily dictated by your prefrontal cortex. And when you're not getting what you want in life, it means these two parts are battling with each other. Now, if you're wondering which part of your brain normally wins, let me ask you a few questions. How many times have you tried to stick to a new quote-unquote diet, only to find yourself reverting back to your old eating habits a couple weeks later? Or how often do you procrastinate even though you tell yourself to bang out that to-do list? Or maybe... How often does that anxiety affect you despite you telling yourself to be confident and happy? Really, how many times have you absolutely wanted to change a habit but failed to do so? Without subconscious reprogramming and changing the way your reptilian brain functions, your conscious desire to change will always be undermined by your own subconscious identity, beliefs, and habits that you've developed. Remember, you learned how to do think and feel everything most of it you learned at a very young age 
before you even had a say in the matter. Okay, so the conscious mind is really just a small part of your brain. It's great at critical thinking, short-term recall, and things like planning. But that doesn't really make up much of our external experience. There is actually so much more below the level of conscious awareness than you could really ever imagine. It's actually hard to comprehend as you dive deeper into it. But thousands of peer-reviewed studies point to the fact that it's actually your subconscious calling the shots, and its capacity is exponentially larger than that of your conscious mind. It's like, it's like stepping outside the front door of your home, and for as far as your eye can see, that's your conscious mind. But everything beyond your field of view, beyond your town, beyond your state, beyond your country, is your subconscious mind. And you may not always be aware of it, but it's there. And your subconscious is running all the programs your brain has installed over many, many years. And just for future reference, when I refer to the term subconscious reprogramming, I'm really using it as an umbrella term that encompasses modalities such as hypnosis, visualization, EMDR, and other similar methods that that directly affect your subconscious and reptilian part of your brain. All of those modalities all those methods and techniques, they'd work by neutralizing the conscious mind and they quiet the noise of analytical thought and reasoning. And then that allows you to alter the way your reptilian part of your brain processes new and old information. This in turn allows you to change those programs that are running your beliefs, habits, and emotional responses. And when you can change those deliberately with positive intent and control, that's when the magic happens. And I usually tell my clients that the changes and transformation they will experience are not magical or miraculous, but they often certainly feel that way. Because when someone leaves a session with me feeling confident and happy for the first time in, let's say, decades, or they start bringing in tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of more dollars after being broke their entire life, or perhaps they eliminated a lifelong fear of some sort in less than an hour, that that feels miraculous to people. But here's the thing. Anyone, yes, even you, can do it. We all have this wonderful and innate ability to literally think our ideal life into existence. And that's not just like some woo-woo stuff I'm saying. It's not just nice words. It's neurological and scientific fact. Like, it's backed by science. Uh, and that that's why I wanted to bring all this information to you because there's empirical evidence behind it, supporting it. And that should empower you to do something with it. And you've probably heard the quote by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Well, it's really that simple. And you've already made it further than 99% of the population because I'm confident after listening to just these first few episodes, you now have the awareness that there's a part of you, a part of you that may have seemed out of your control before, but now you realize you actually do have control over it. And as you learn to control your subconscious mind, instead of letting it control you, you'll begin to experience not just transformation in your external environment, like with wealth, I mean, if that's what you want, or fancy cars or a big house, or any of the other things that you may want, but you'll experience a transformation from within. And when that happens, 
that's when you realize all the external shit doesn't matter. And that's where I'm leading you to. A state of contentment that transcends any other feeling, emotion, or desire. So for those of you who started this journey with me at episode number one, you know that I close every episode by asking, what was the aha factor for you? What resonated with you at a deeper level? What is the one thing that triggered your sense of wonder and a profound understanding all at the same time? Perhaps it's finally clicked with you that you've been operating on autopilot for years, and although it's not your fault, it's now your responsibility to take back control of your life. Or maybe you now realize that everything you do, think, and feel is a habit. And when you change your habits, you change your outcomes. And when your outcomes change, your life changes. But of course, it all comes down to who you're being and how you show up in this world. Because you'll never do something if you're not already the type of person who would do that thing. Wow, I can hardly believe we're now wrapping up episode number three of The Identity Factor. The first batch of episodes is the foundation for your transformation. And going forward, each episode will build on the ones prior. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know when the next episode drops. And let me tell you, the next episode is one you'll want to listen to as soon as it's available because I'm going to be teaching you some practical science-based tips to modify your habits almost instantly. For show notes and more details on this episode, head over to theanthonyserino.com and click on the podcast page. If you're the type of person who likes to get involved in a community of like-minded individuals, come join our group Inside the Identity Factor on Facebook. Also, stay up to date with the latest content by following me on Instagram. If you have questions, I'm here to help. You can email me at support at theanthonyserino.com and I may even feature your question on an upcoming episode. Finally, I do have one small ask. My passion is serving others and by you tuning in, I know you're someone who wants to serve others too. We can grow together and help more people by spreading the word about this podcast. So please subscribe, share it, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening. I genuinely appreciate your support. Thanks for being here.